0: To 15 Minutes of Fascism, a sadly topical podcast covering the global rise of the radical right. This is the second of our two weeks of pre recorded material. Uh, Once again, I've brought to you a special See You in Hell segment celebrating the death of a prominent figure in right wing history. If I missed any fascism this week or last week, don't worry. I'll talk about it next time. All right. This week's See You in Hell is unfortunately not about a dead fascist, it's about an important living one uh, who I did not get to, uh, you know. A couple weeks ago when instead i talked about ernst rom uh, the second in command of the nazi regime uh, up until their assumption of power this week i'm going to be talking about david duke probably the most famous important and powerful out neo-nazi in uh, recent united states history david duke was born july 1st 1950 in oklahoma uh, and attended uh, several schools and other community organizations throughout the South, uh, which is where he claims he became a racist and segregationist. Uh, specifically, uh, he had these experiences when he was living in Louisiana. He joined the Klan before he graduated high school uh, and was also found uh, throughout his youth uh, and education with a lot of Nazi memorabilia. Uh, in university he was a member of a more explicitly neo-nazi group Uh, like he walked around campus wearing nazi uniforms he attended protests wearing nazi uniforms you know tried to get arrested in a theatrical way Uh, these are the things that david duke is essentially the most famous for um he then went to laos with his father Uh, in 1971 uh, to do some anti-communist work. Uh, He claims that he was distributing anti-communist propaganda, quote, behind enemy lines, but there's no real evidence that he did any of that stuff. It's probably just self-aggrandizing, right? Uh, He was arrested uh, upon his return to the United States in 1972 uh, for siphoning campaign funds away from the presidential campaign of George Wallace, uh, who is running for president essentially as a segregationist. This uh, This is the Segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever, George Wallace, uh, the disgusting uh, former governor uh, who said those words while opposing um, school integration, essentially. David Duke is best known in United States history as a prominent anti-Semite as a disgusting racist, as a, uh, an actual Nazi, uh, a segregationist, um, but he is probably the most famous for being a Klansman, uh, for being a member of the Ku Klux Klan. He founded in Louisiana the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, um, and was essentially the youngest leader of a Klan-style organization uh, in most of U.S. history. Uh, David Duke's clan was also unusual uh, in that it explicitly allowed and just encouraged both Catholics and women uh, to join the organization. This is extremely new for the clan. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the clan in the United States history, and I'm no particular expert in uh, the history of the Ku Klux Klan, but uh, the clan is not a singular organization. It's instead a sort of like web or template of a kind of organizing uh, that has operated in various ways and has various structures throughout history. Um, the modern clan was essentially a WASP racist paramilitary organization uh, from the 1920s um, that was opposed not just to integration and to um, equality for African-Americans or people of African descent or black people in the United States, um, but also to Catholics and immigrants and Jewish people. Uh, So uh, David Duke's allowing Catholics to organize in the Ku Klux Klan was actually uh, quite a shift uh, for the organization, even though this was happening, you know, in the 1970s. Duke was eventually forced out of the Klan uh, again for embezzling, you know, seeing a pattern here. Um, He did some sort of like showy runs for president in the late 80s to keep up, you know, his political momentum. Um, But these really didn't go anywhere. He then did finally successfully run for the Louisiana State House uh, in a special election in 1989 uh, and is to date the only transparently neo-Nazi candidate uh, to ever win elected office in the United States. Um, This is essentially what makes David Duke uh, famous. Uh, He successfully ran for office as an out racist. Um, This is what makes him a singular figure in U.S. history. Uh, In office, he was ineffectual and essentially useless, uh, as you might expect. Um, Fortunately, this means that none of his particularly disturbing and disgusting ideas uh, really made it uh, farther than they otherwise would have in the Republican-controlled Congress of Louisiana at the time. Uh, After he left office, uh, he made several other unsuccessful runs for various kinds of offices uh, for the president, for the governorship in Louisiana, for the Senate of Louisiana. Um, In 2016, he uh, kind of endorsed Donald Trump uh, as, you know, the best of the lot is what he called Donald Trump. He then gave a full-throated endorsement for Tulsi Gabbard uh, in 2020 uh, because of his anti-Semitism. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, of course, refused his uh, endorsement. Uh, he then endorsed Donald Trump in 2020. Uh, Duke remains a sort of like talking figure on the right wing, uh, especially on the particularly anti-Semitic fringes of the right wing. Uh, he has also been courted by anti-Semitic international organizations and forces uh such as several in Iran uh, associated with the actual government of Iran um and you know several other places such as um uh, continuing anti-semitic organizations in Germany. Uh this is what David Duke is famous for and unfortunately I have to report that he is still alive. All right, that was another special short 15 Minutes of Fascism, a sadly topical podcast covering the global rise of the radical right. I'm Craig Johnson, thanking Sleepy Kitty Arts and Sleepy Kitty Music for our intro, outro, and graphics. Uh, check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash 15 Minutes of Fascism, all one word. Like, share, and subscribe on whatever it is that you're using to listen to this podcast. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a comrade about it. Next week, we're going to return to our regularly scheduled programming with a fully uh, developed 15 minute episode. It might actually be a little bit longer, considering that I'll have uh, two weeks of right wing news to get through. I guess hopefully I guess I have to hope that there won't be 15 minutes of right wing news uh, in two weeks. But, you know, that's probably not going to happen, unfortunately. All right. I'll talk to you next week.